Cool. So, hello everybody, um, and welcome back to the podcast, the Walls Can Talk series. Uh, we have a special episode this time, because we're joined by an artist from Brazil. We have Arlen in the building. Welcome, man. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for bringing me here, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> how, how are you doing? How's your week been? Yeah, this having been pretty busy weekend actually. It's like um, working many hours a day. You know, like painting murals, <laughs> painting murals. Um, and for people who might not know who you are, do you want to explain just a little bit about who you are and why you're in London and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, so my name is Arlene. Um, people know me like Arlene Graf, and I'm a muralist now. But I start with graffiti in back in the days like 99 2000s is the time when I when I started in Brazil and I did it illegal graffitis or tags or white style all these things for almost 10 years after 10 years I basically changed completely my style and put my whole energy to painting murals nice man and what is the graffiti scene like in uh, Brazil uh, Brazil is it's a really interesting place because uh, like cities like Sao Paulo, for instance, is a huge metropolis we call like a concrete jungle and everyone's rushing to go to work. So nobody's really care with the street art on the street. So that's for us make uh, easily to paint on the street. I, I don't know how exactly is having having been right now because I don't live in Brazil for almost five years but back in the days I was more on the street in painting so it's it's a really really fun life like kind of lifestyle stuff you know nice man where where are you living at the moment I live in Brooklyn in New York nice which uh which neighborhood and bad style <laughs> where everyone doing jokes uh uh, everybody hate Chris. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> because it's the, my neighborhood. People said doing a lot of the same, the same sentence people said on a series. People doing these jokes is funny. <laughs> and uh, what what are you doing in uh, Brooklyn? Sorry. What are you doing in Brooklyn? Um, I just based living there. Just uh, I don't stay long time. Uh, and now is the summers. Uh, the wild season is a summertime, it's a time to travel a lot. So basically, just my home base in Brooklyn. Nice. Do you when, they, a... when they go to New York, I just chilling. People go to work and go to New York to chilling. <laughs> nice. Do you have a studio there or is it just a... No, no. For this moment, I, I give away my studio because summer season, uh, New York is, uh, is no, like, I'm not there. Uh, it's a time to travel. I think I give it. In the, in the winter, I found another studio and move in there. But now when I need to do something small stuff. I just doing my home. It's fine. I don't stay there anyway. So, <laughs> how much time would you say you spend um, at home, or are you mostly traveling around painting murals? Uh, de depends because sometimes it's a lot of pop-up projects you know just you don't expect and arrive at sometimes my schedule is really busy sometimes it start to be chill a little bit it's like it's, uh, I think two weeks sometimes I stay in New York and I stay until the next project sometimes one week actually to be honest I never know <laughs> you never know you don't have a, a nine to five yeah yeah, and also for me, it doesn't exist weekends, so... <laughs> you just work all the time. Yeah. Nice, man. Um, and do you want to explain a little bit about um, what, you're, what you've been doing in London this week? Yeah, I... Uh, in this For this project in London, I, I, think it's, I think a year and a half year ago, and Brazilian brand is like, it's really popular in Brazil, is Havaianas from Flip Flop. They looking for I know this brand since I was a kid. Like it's really cultural things for Brazilians, so everyone knows this brand. And they come to me and asking for some ideas. They would like to do some collab with me, and they invited me to draw something, create something about my concept because I'm I'm always work with uh, 
animals preservation, biodiversity, all this is the kind of subject I use for my walls. And when they come to me, they open this opportunity for I create something. They give me completely open, says, do whatever you want for us. We love your work. That's is great. And we did this project, did this flip-flop. I draw these three designs uh, for Havaianas. And I think six months later or something like that, they come back to me and looking for some more ideas. And they would like to explore more my uh, mural side because that's uh, the way I do most part of my time, painting murals, not just for creating the ideas. And they have did some, some kind of brainstorm and stuff. Okay, murals is cool. It's something they think they like it. So, and one month later they come yeah we have a walls for you in europe you you will do kind of your trip and paint your murals about your your biodiversity animals indigenous in brazil and that's um i'm here in london now this is my second mural for uh, for this project i did the first one in lisbon uh, a month ago i guess uh yeah i did this one in lisbon now we start a new wall in London. That's uh, having been a, a really interesting weekend. <laughs> yeah, man, hundred percent. We've been on. The, obviously, it's been quite a challenging week on site, um, and the weather hasn't been ideal, particularly. Yeah. Um, but so, so for this project, you you made some designs for the flip flops. So you made a collaboration with Havianas. Uh How many did they produce of that? Uh, I don't know exactly, uh, but it's a really uh, limited series because it's a really short project. Uh, they change every time. They always take many different artists, not just muralists, not just street artists, but also photographers and there's a lot of other stuff, or cartoons and stuff. But uh, for the, in this case, they have a, another collab that's uh, we make me more happy with this project because uh, I'm because I work with that biodiversity. They also is partnering for ESTUTP. Uh, uh, is a Brazilian brand for uh, animal preservation biodiversity. They doing a lot of stuff. It's a lot of biologists and all this stuff, and they doing a lot of things they can do for helps the the diversity the biodiversity in Brazil. And Havaianas uh, have a collab and they donate part of these flip-flops to help this institute and make makes uh, uh, makes everything, how do you say, like, uh, makes the, the life of the animals easier, basically. So they they try saving things, you know, what's mm. the thing. You yeah, just, like a, a conservation project. Yeah, yeah. The reason is basically like that. And that's make me really happy to be part in this project because I already used the subject and also I can use the subject with the brand sponsor behind because painting mirrors, you know, is not easy, especially in cities like London. And, and also part of this project go goes for for the institute. So that's that's really really great collaboration actually. Yeah, man, it's a cool thing to be able to work on. Mm -hmm. um promoting companies that you believe in and promoting uh projects that like excite you and are relevant to your work you know it's not you're not just painting an advert for Havaianas you're painting something that's your style and something that's important to you do you want do you want to describe because obviously people listening to this can't see um what the two murals you've been painting are like what the animals are and the color palettes and that kind of thing yeah, it's a very long story, but um, basically, uh, these three animals I I drew for Havaianas. Uh, one is a macaw, is a red macaw. Is a I think is a lot of people knows because it's a pretty uh, popular animal, like for many things. So uh, this uh, when they come to me, they give it this day says, "Ah, oh, we want something from you. Do you have some days?" It basically pop up my my brain easily because I'm like a Brazilian. I live in a small town. It's a lot. Of, it's a kind of biodiversity in Brazil. So now, unfortunately, every year disappear each little bit, little bit, step by step, and one day we don't have anything anymore if somebody don't do something to change. So 
the macaw, for instance, is a kind of animal I used to have in my neighborhood. People sometimes in Brazil and back in the days in nineties, eighties, people had kind of these animals for pets sometimes. And I have this contact with this animal because it's a kind of alley where I walk in every day. And there's a, that Macau and because I basically uh, born and raised in the same neighborhood and always the, this kind of animals who can live in seven years or it's like 50 years is a really long life these animals have. This animal always in the wall and always the same place I play and I create this kind of relationship with this this Macau and always I I uh, climbing the wall and pet him. He already know me. He call me or you know Macau stalk. So is a kind of is a kind of my friend on the street. <laughs> was funny, and and but that's when I was a kid. But when I grow up, I understand that in back in behind the scenes is something more important. Like these animals need to live in a real life in a in a in your natural space knowing somebody else's house and that's i putting this thing in my brain and always is you know like for me make make sense with all the informations all the things i leave it that's is that's basically resumed from the macau stories coming to paint the wall in lisbon also to do a flip-flop first after paint uh, before paint a wall so and this little monkey is the same it's almost the same thing people has a like a pet and this special uh, we call like a black lion tamarind is a uh, this special is that one is from the same state i grew up so just in the area I have that one so when the animals come to me that's why I pop up all these animals because i basically live around or seeing these animals in some way so that's uh when we start this project so it was quite a natural um thing for you to do when they approached you yeah yeah i think it's all my stuff like that even colors all these things but uh just intuition you know like give some of this for three animals you're gonna paint that uh did that that you know like it's something i don't know for me always the things work like in that way <laughs> it's a little weird but yeah i didn't didn't think twice to decide these animals and the other one was a uh, uh for painting was a uh, I mean, people say different. We saw onsa. We say in Brazil onsa, but it's leopard, jaguar, whatever. It's this kind of animal you have on, on Amazon, but many other areas in Brazil, and it's the same thing. But in this case, people don't have this animal like a pet because it's really aggressive animal. And the problem is because the farmers uh, kill these animals because they go for small towns or go to the farms and attack uh, parks or domestic animals because the this flor deforestations happen how these animals need to survive and find a way to find the food that's the happen and unfortunately these farmers sometimes shot these animals and that make the whole populations down 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 so yeah each animal have a specific things and uh, the the jaguar story i hear a lot of story from my my grandfather talk about that because my family come from farm stuff in the back in the days like our uh, grandfather grandmother everyone's coming from that way so that's like always listen things like that so you've got quite a deep connection to the to the animals you're painting yeah i have a, yeah sure i have a kind of connection sure sure but i don't think i don't uh, uh that's in this case i think it's I'm not, I'm not sure if it's the first time but I think it's this case in specifically, I paint just Brazilian animal, uh, animals or so, uh, South American animals or something. But I don't paint in just uh, animals, Brazilian animals. I paint animals from all over the world. So each animal have a different story, different things, because I think is we need to do something like an artist. That's my opinion, like, like an artist. You have the voice on the street. You need to use that for education people in some way. So. I'm always trying to do the best I can to <laughs> to help a little bit. I think everyone's doing a little bit can in the future you can change something or we never we will not have more these animals to show for your grandchild so mm. when when do you feel you um decided or or realized that you had a voice and also decided that you needed to use your voice in art like was that something 
when you were making graffiti for 10 years, were you really trying to make a message or were you just trying to make the art? Or then did you suddenly decide like, oh, I have a, I have a voice, I have a platform and now I need to express something in there was was there a defining moment for that uh to be i still i still looking for that actually i still is every project every uh, every step of from the life your painting stuff always is a, a new challenge always you never know where you go you just trying you just go i think it's something like that when i started doing graffiti and basically wrote my name in everywhere or you don't just happy because just happy to have your friends and doing for and if it, i never did for any uh how to say pretension uh yeah uh like pretense like yeah a, pretense. A, a reason it, I, yeah i always was in the beginning i was for fun because in back in my house uh and my, my kind of backyard there's a uh it's a train station there's a lot of train cargo trains stopping there every night and just go there and play with some tags or or bombs on the trains. I'm always like that. I didn't realize that's really graffiti just because I watching someone on TV. I didn't understand. It's just for hanging out with my friends and you know kids and stuff. Like I was 14, 15, something like that. So it's just for fun. But and the step I was raising and learning more about the life and all the stuff. I start uh, following my way more kind of looking for the subjects I can use it and also uh, one thing I really take advantage to paint on the street because when you use I use a lot of bright colors and stuff when you put some colors on the streets or something sometimes it doesn't matter what's there but you can take attention from the, the, the people the, the people walking by people says especially in Brazil I know many countries are different but in Brazil the area I paint, I grew up you painting something colorful on the street, people stop and you you open the door for conversation and you can hear somebody's perspective. You people can listen your you can learn from these people, you can teach these people. Something is a lot a lot of trade things happen. And I think is that is the uh, the moment I realize I have some voice on the street. I says, okay, now it's a time to stop to use my name in that way. I need to find something bigger. Uh, that I start, I start looking different subjects, and uh, also in the same time I explored my own work, my own style. I says no, this is not the way. I want to change. I'm like to painting graffiti. I like the colors. I like to be with my friends, but I want to find something more, make more sense with my personality, the things I live it, the things make more sense for me. And basically, I stopped a year. I stopped a year to find a way, and I stopped a year. I basically and started re-studying uh, re myself and exploring my child life, all the things I can create. And after 10 years doing, uh, I stopped after this year, I started drawing again, I started painting the street, doing some kind of experiment. And I started found that after 10 years, almost 10 years and doing graffiti, I basically restart re a new style. And I did construction stuff, using the shapes, all these things, and created the animals. And I, after I created the new style, I use, I, I put some subject behind, and that's the way I, I use. I, that's where I found that I have a voice you know, and the style. I can communication with the style, communication with the subject, and also put on the street. It's a kind of advertising to say something in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's a cool. Um answer really because it's like it's not like one moment of like oh i need to have a voice or i need to be like banksy or something like that it's like you're on the street and you realize you're having these conversations and people are starting to see your work and the the voice is already happening you just have to like make some control over it and make some decision for it right yeah another way like painting the street is a huge responsibility like uh, in my perspective, uh, so you need to depends what you want to say for the world. You want to say bad things, you're gonna do bad things on the street. You want to say uh, good things, you're gonna put some good things. And I'm not saying about the style, or nothing like that, but about the concept you can put in behind it. So in other way, you, you learn a lot. I'm learning a lot. I think I never learn a lot. I, if I went to for a lot of um, 
different schools definitely i can't learn a lot of the things i learned just on the street everything in my life happened on the street learn with people learn with sometimes you're there i think it's lisbon i have a a guy and talk about um metaphysic or how do you say uh metaphysics metaphysic and stuff something like that i says ah man if you kick this is a joke if you kick and rock here he rock and go and he's kill somebody else something can happen for the night a little tiny action you can change everything and when they expect that the guy says i'm a metaphysic guy i know exactly talk about and then i learn a lot from those guys so you know like it's really interesting uh thing and also you can use it that thing we learn it from one place and brought for the other place i go for some place i do a lot of questions what's the animals here what's this they use this animal for that and you know you you, you found the pick your subjects and everywhere and translation for the walls for teaching people sometimes far away so so it's a it's a learning process for you then like like an education yeah in... completely i i think yeah definitely is education for me Stay in the street is school always. Nice. The uni- in uh in the UK, or I guess maybe it's a US thing. They say the University of Life, or the University of Hard Knocks. So you just the idea is that you're learning uh a lot about more about life in the street than you could learn about in a university or in a yeah school. sure. But uh, people now people start to realize that because in back in the days like the old generations like my. Parents, for instance, they always believe in school, university, all these things. So I don't think it's, it's, it's bad. Depends the what you want to do with your life. But I know it's not the only way to learning things. So you can learn many different ways. And in resume, in the end, it's just you have a paper. So that's one thing I, I learned because I spent a, a time, a long time working like uh, art director in advertising stuff too and that's one thing i really like uh, uh le- really learned there about uh when every time i'm gonna try find a job uh, uh i come there with the paper i stood this 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 people looking that and take the paper uh upside down and use for rotting things or they don't really care but what's the really important thing when you uh, when you come, when they went there, or you show your portfolio, that's what I do. They don't care what you study; they just want to see the results you have it. Basically, um, university, all this stuff is is almost in the same. Of course, you can be doctor if you stay in the street. <laughs> so it depends for the artist, for instance. I think sometimes it's good to learn things, but uh, about the life, all this stuff, you learn a lot in the street. Of course, you need to have a filter because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think everything. that's true. Though I'm, I, I studied in university, um, and since then, uh, no one has asked me, like, in to submit in papers, what my university, my what my education is. You know, uh, because I'm making films and doing photography and all this kind of stuff. The the important thing for them is to show them my, my images. You know, that's really what speaks for itself. And I suppose for you is the murals. Like yeah, the it's you could say, oh, I was educated in this university and I have this award and this blah 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 blah, but you can really just show someone a photo of your mural and they'll understand like instantly, you know. Yeah, because it's like when you're gonna show, when you go to the like the bakery for a sense or or the cook store or something like that, the first thing we you will eat there is from the eyes. Uh, that's the where is the point you said oh that's that's the, the that's the thing like i like you see the ice with the ice first oh, okay i love that you don't know how to test that so and for the same thing for art all this stuff uh of course but it's good to have something behind definitely and but uh, i said the street because i used to say street but of course you learn a lot from the life definitely definitely and it's really it's really interesting like People sometimes, uh, I got a lot of emails, people ask it, how you create your style, how you, what you studied to create that, or things like that. Uh, did you study something? Did you study uh, uh, graphic designer or stuff like that? I never studied nothing like that to create my stuff. And people say, how, how you do that? I studied for many universities for 10 years. I, I still don't have my style or something like that or something close they want to do. And 
basically you need to study yourself or study the things around you or see everything can be inspiration to or information to create something new so so what happened in the what were you doing in the year that you took out to study yourself and to study life what what kind of things were you doing uh, i think is for me i think is one the thing i really really enjoyable for some ways and in other ways really stress because you put some kind of in a way a little bit pressure in a way like i don't know what to be tomorrow or it's like it's really complicated moment in a life it's a kind of uh some people will say ah that's he was in a bad mood others can say wow that's is the, for this reason everything changes so i will think about the positive side the positive side about this and this time i stopped i stopped almost a year uh, uh basically i already finished university i did uh study industrial design it's not graphic design nothing like that completely a different way and just because i'm kind of creative person always my child kid always uh this construction stuff, electronics, I always play with the things. And always I did that. This is follow me my whole life. My grand my grandfather or my father, my father was a carpenter. My grandfather, my grand grandfather, he is a kind of ingenuity guy, you know, like taking the chair broken and transform a table or transform everything the broke uh, broken radio. They just change that for of course not tv but it can change a lot of things he can yeah. reuse the stuff in different ways always working like it's accumulation stuff mm. it's a lot of garbage there in the, the backyard and i may always grow up in the space like that and doing a lot of craft stuff you know to you know but they know artists but they were creative persons i'm grew up in that way so basically i was really happy to doing the thing that i said before like painting blah 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 but i finished university i went to stood there because i think this is more close to my real life i said okay cool i stood there i finished university what you're gonna do i will stay in my small town or you move to sao paulo sao paulo is a kind of new york i moved to sao paulo and i was there uh I saw my oldest friends like leaving the street a little bit and starting painting canvas, going more for the artist side and less for the graffiti side. They still paint on the street, but somebody says, I said, oh, that's cool, but I need to find a work. I found a work la like art director. And of course, step by step, in smaller ones until the big, the big ones to pay my bills. You need survivor. You can't leave you with the graffiti. And I'm so happy to learn a lot of tools like computer stuff and things like that. In that year, I stopped it. The year I do no painting, I spend a long time on computer. Uh, every moment I have it, I just on the streets, oh, I want to paint that wall, but I don't know what you're gonna paint it. I will put graffiti again, or you can put something new. I take a photo from this wall and draw like, like freehand, a brainstorm, really messy on computer and tablets and stuff. And basically the only thing i have in my hand was my letters i basically started this construction the letter and i like the result and the shapes i says i why i really like the shapes i think there's something here behind it i back to visit my family in my small town uh, they move in for a different house i uh, help them to move it and my father has a, his uh, wood shop there and all the stuff i I grow up in play, a lot of piece of wood in the ground, a lot of geometric shapes, a lot of wood stuff or dirty or a lot of, a lot of these things. And also in small towns, a lot of biodiversity around. My father, he used to do a lot of bird cages. And so we, my house was a lot of birds in a cage. Now I don't have anymore. Um, but in back the days, it's a cultural thing in Brazil. Everyone has a bird in cage to hear the bird sing or whatever. So and I went there and said, Wow, that's is a point. I think is now I understand why I like the shapes. I think that I can study myself in that. That year I've been studying, I put all together, I put I start to remember the thing I looked for old photos I have in my home with my parents, how's like play with the woods and all this stuff. I, said, I remember I created that one day. I remember I, I used this thing and to do different things. And uh, that's I start to do my geometric style and abstract style. In the same way I use the 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 intuition colors, I work on the streets, 
painting graffitis to combination the colors, more the digitally bright stuff on the screen, uh, work on the computer for play, more the shapes, I create the abstract and stuff. And I got invited to do, I start painting back on the streets, just the abstract things and get inspiration for the architecture, get inspiration for everything I saw and translate everything for abstract shapes and motion. It's more kind of, it's combined a little bit with my personality because I'm kind of person like, always explosion. Always like, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> you know me, always like, okay, let's do it. Uh, uh, you know, like, it makes sense with me. I did this abstract and I start, I got it after I painted the street, I got exhibition, all these things, and everything's starting changing from the shapes abstract. That's how the year I stopped it was stressful, was crazy, was I don't know what's happened in the end, but basically was the most important step in my life for the art life, for the founder style, things like that. Yeah, man. I mean, that makes sense. It, it, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> amazing. My English is crazy, you know, like. It's, it's pretty amazing, though, like. Um... The, you took a year out uh, from what you were doing and then you went back and looked at even stuff like the shape of off-cut bits of wood, which for people who have will will see your style, they know, they'll know your style if they're listening to this podcast, they'll go to find pictures of your thing. And these these block shapes, you can kind of see the reflection of the, I'm imagining like, the offcuts of the wood and the carpentry and stuff, which is essentially your home, but then taking that into like a digital world, you know? So like, I mean, how important would you say is like digital processing to your creation of murals? Like how, how much do you use digital in your process? Uh, yeah, and back in the days, because I'm background with graffiti, painting on the street, all these things, so I had a lot of stereotype about use tools, a lot it, a lot it, because everyone says that for me, if you're using computer, if you're using grid, if you're using tape, if you're using brush, because of graffiti, right, you need to use a spray and that, you need to figure out how you can create something. As a lot of people does that, but it's not for everyone. Everyone has a different process, different process, different uh, way to arrive in there. And yeah, I, I think this is our, had a really limited stereotype about these things. But in other way, who cares? I'm not painting that time, I'm just working. So the digital stuff for me come like a tool for optimize the result. I don't know if the word is right. So uh, let me know if you don't understand, you know, English is not my first language. So, um, and just optimize the result. As I said, I take a photo on the wall and I, I create something on computer and what I put there for me, it's like I create something on the wall. I know it's not physically, but digitally I already can see the results. I do some experiments. Don't even don't waste material. Don't don't take too much time. And for me, it was a really good point of view uh, because, you know, like I didn't have time. I just working, working eight hours a day and arriving home tired. And, and there the computer is really important because you can see in the end before you arrive in there. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting too. That's started to open my mind about using tools and that's the digital stuff arriving is exactly the, time, the exactly time I needed. So a lot of friends played uh, that time. Now I play, but a lot of friends, hey, let's play video game. I said, no, I will play Photoshop. I spend my time playing Photoshop and learning. And that time you didn't have a YouTube, all this stuff. I need to learn for myself and even did speaking English, basically speaking it for three years. So just, so I just explain, just experimentations. And yeah, it's really important. I like that description of playing Photoshop compared to playing video games. Like, yeah, now, so... now I do <laughs> opposite, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, see for me, I find um, for, lear for learning stuff, um, I, I learn things way better when I'm playing. Sure. Like if I'm trying to learn something through, like I really need to study for an exam or, you know, something that's very academic and very, very um, serious, it's like my brain doesn't take in that information. But when I'm just playing around with something, uh, then I'm much more receptive to learning things. Um, so I really like that description of like playing 
with Photoshop. Yeah. In other way, like you don't have any pressure. I think is is, is that's a really good point. Like even you, no pressure just for yourself. I want to arrive there. I want to have something. I want to, I want to create something. But it just no intention. Just for fun. You just enjoying the moment. Ah, oh, I, I like this one on the street. Oh, let me drink a little bit. I think it's nothing bad to drink. You look. Ah, oh, I want to paint something here, and let me put this photo in Photoshop. Let's play a little bit. Let's draw something. Let's image it. Let's say I feel for the moment. Let's put some positive energy. I can see my design there someday or something like that. And the computer is is a window. It creates a bridge that for you dream a little bit. I guess depends. Depends how we need to use computers like. All the electronics are sometimes it's toxic. You need to know how the way you use it. It can be really good for if you want to do something good. So yeah, it's really interesting. I'm really happy to learn these new tools and like I really start working computers really really late. Everyone's had a computer in Brazil. It's not easy to have a computer, you know, in Brazil. Our life is complicated back in the days. So I learned it really late, but I spend a lot of energy uh, working day and night and. You know, just play. <laughs> yeah, just playing, just learning. I think there's something. Um, I mean, I'm not really a painter, but I obviously I work with a lot of mural. You know, I work for Global Street Art, and I help in the production of of a lot of murals. And there's something very, very useful about using digital uh, to make mock-ups and to translate designs very accurately onto a wall. Um, I wanted to just ask you about. Uh, your technique for the the grid, like, because people may probably see in your Instagram, you know, it's like a half an animal with then just like loads and loads of black lines uh, <laughs> coming out. Do you want to just explain to people the the theory or the yeah the the point of that? Yeah, maybe I can. Maybe I think it's better if you start explaining about the beginning of the process. Actually, for instance, when they have a wow, sometimes. I'm known the wall. I, I I'm far away, different countries. Sometimes, basically, I play. Sometimes I do a lot of searches in the place. What you're gonna paint or something like that. This is long crazy time. After I go for the paper a little bit, and after the, I haven't the things on the paper, or sometimes go directly for when they say paper. Sometimes it's just sketchy or like just what stuff. Or to, just to find a way. After that, I go study something. And after that, I renderize. After I created design, I renderized it for my style, for the shape and stuff like that. Okay, I already have that. Okay, now is the time to go to the wall. And back in the days, in like graffiti, you just go to the wall and trace up freehand stuff like that because in the time you don't have a job, you don't have a schedule, you don't have a book it fly, you don't have hotel, you don't have a lot of money behind uh, all the producer stuff sometimes for like a festivals. So you can play a lot. You can do a mistake. Ah, I paint a huge piece, like 10 stars tall, a lot of wrong color. Okay, I have a time, let's buff that. I'm gonna put a lot of energy like that. But now we live in a crazy time. Everything is like a Instagram stuff. Just go fast. And for me to the walls, go to the wall, I need to find a new technique. And before, when I, st I started doing freehand and stuff, and I started doing this animal stuff, but it takes a long time because I'm com come from letters. Uh, uh, all these things is, is like to, and in the same time, the walls start to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So every mistake cost me long time work to fix it. So I, I in some ways, I start to use looking different techniques and I hear these guys uh, it's not just me, I didn't create that I saw the first guy I saw using that I think it was Evoca oh yeah yeah using that technique after a v, I saw another ones and I see people using that I start to understand a little bit how this technique works but one day I didn't have any uh, long time uh, I don't have I didn't have it too much time for a while and painting the side was me was a duke from Spain, from Valencia. And 
Duke, we start to be friends. He says, man, I think you can optimize that. You can use this technique. He explained more details about this technique. I didn't understand exactly. I, I know I guess in something, but I don't know how this can help me or not. You know, it's a wow. It's a, like you never, one thing, you go to the wow, we need to use, try use the, uh, the, more, the things you have more, more confident to use it because you don't want to do mistakes. You have a book and you need to go five days, more days working a festival. Your flight is there. You have another project to start in next week. So you don't have time to lose. He said, use that. In the winter, I was in living in Detroit, like there's not too much to do in the winter. And I started to study this technique. And basically this helped me to uh, doing the design bigger with less mis mistakes possible. You know what I'm saying? Do you know, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you can accurately translate yeah. a design onto a big Yeah, wall. like people sometimes use a projector, a lot mm. of stuff. It's a lot of people who have this stereotype about to use that. But uh, one thing that's, I was too in the same, but one thing I, I'm learning, like the important thing is the result. Doesn't matter the technique you use it. You need to be fast. You live in a, the life you live in now is everything's fast. So I learned this technique. Basically, you trace in the wall and doing random lines. You can wrote if you want. You can do everything you want to, or you can do. Uh, a lot of people do squares grid. It's basically in the same. You draw. You have the same design on a paper and then apply your design there, and you just follow the lines. It's just uh, talking looks simple, but it's it's simple basically. And or maybe because I have a practice doing that, so. Yeah, if for me it works well. I create these random lines and some the same angles for because these angles coinc is uh, have a lot of coincidence with these angles work with my shapes because sometimes I trace. I said, ah, I think as I look at the sketch right now, I have uh, this angle in forty five degree. I go there and trace this forty five degree. After I compare, I says, ah, I have the shape exactly around here. A uh, little maybe a little bit down. I just move this my shape you know, a while a little bit down and trace with spray can. And it's it. I'm doing a lot of crazy lines. And after I have all the trace, I just look at sketch and the colors, it just translate for the wall. And it's less less mistake, uh, less chance to have a mistake on the wall. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's cool, man. It looks, um, it's the first time I've seen someone make, uh, I mean, we, we normally see see people using projectors or a chalk line or, you know, very, very like, um, very kind of accurate things but when you first see this uh this kind of grid that you make it's like what is that you know it's like this is a, yeah, a, lot of this is a crazy mess right but so even just working with you the last few days it makes so much sense because you don't have to make exactly you don't have to make the exact image when you're making the grid but when you overlay the digital it is there is a very precise thing because now you know, even though it looks random, you know, right, okay, this part is close to this cross here, and then this section is this big in relation to yeah. this. So I guess it's just making lots and lots of reference yeah, and points back in, on the wall. Back in the days, uh, before really used this technique, I didn't know, but we still use this technique for a long time. And back in the days, what I did, for instance, I will paint that wall, that wall have a couple of windows, one door, or some crack in the wall. I just went there and measure and take and draw this wall on the paper. But I says, well, one meter from here is a window, other meters there is a door, blah, blah, blah. And draw that and draw my sketch above on this paper. When they go to the wall, I know, I uh, know uh, approximately like a grid style, just low, no, uh, just see some reference on the wall. We just follow that. And back in the days, we did a lot of things like that. But now with computer stuff, you just apply overlay and that's it. So in the other way, when you paint your murals, I don't know, you, you will do your movie with a uh, record, a lot of movies, uh, a lot of murals before. So you saw every time you move in the lift back and forth, you lost time. Every one minute or every two minutes or every five minutes, you, you can avoid that. You'll be great in the end. So when you're using this technique, basically, you don't need back and forth every time. You just... We just we just stay on the wall and keep in painting for hours or four or five hours until you don't have a paint anymore in the basket need to down pick more so that helps in many different ways so not just for helps to find the proportion because one thing for my work for instance the really important is not exactly the shape but 
the real proportion, because I try to follow the real proportion from the animals as most close as possible. So for me, it really helps because on the wall is bigger when your body is like is smaller the uh, like the eye from the animal is like it really helps you have some reference to know where you are in that moment yeah man it's cool i mean i guess it, that really shows in terms of uh the amount of time you guys have spent on the wall this week like uh because i've been sort of i suppose managing the site like helping move the equipment and stuff but you and jake have spent um a lot of time up in the basket just painting like very rarely coming away you know stop for lunch or stop for a coffee but very very rarely coming away from the wall to yeah to look at definitely anything. we spend a long time definitely jake's really helps for to do this project too uh, uh in the beginning like every time you have a, a new assistant new helper you like the first day he starts learning and watching what you're doing but when they have a guy like a jake he just oh okay i got it i think it's i know the way let's do it and you i think it's the most hard for me like is like have a confidence to let somebody help me <laughs> i think it's, this is no from the helper from my side but when i, I got this confidence okay this guy can do so yeah, we stay there for hours and the other another way i i no, always I, ha I have a helper, but in this time we have it because we just, our time in the space is limited. Like we need to start exactly eight and exactly, and stop exactly six, six, uh, oh, one is like, is a lot. We is, we'll cross our deadline. It's crazy because I used to work like 12, 13, 15 hours and a while sometimes because I know my work is really slow. <laughs> like it's too much peace. I'm, even if you're working fat cat and other stuff, I need more time. So, and also the weather here, <laughs> I mm. think the weather doesn't like Brazilians, so yeah, man. <laughs> make it struggle a little bit. <laughs> it's been a challenging, a challenging week. What, what is your mind state then? Um, just to kind of describe to people, like at the end of a 15, 16 hour day, how do you feel? Uh, I, I think it's like sometimes, uh, I feel like I can't sleep actually after that. I have a, a problems to sleep. I need some medicine or build something kind of to unaccelerate a little bit because you have a lot of adrenaline, you know, you're painting your body moving and also it's not just that, it's your brain working a lot. You think like, let me think twice because I can't do mistakes. So as the brain, you want to lay down on the bed in the hotel, just the brain still <laughs> spinning and so, it, it, it's crazy in other days like in the first two hours going slow and start again like like a nitro you know <laughs> that's <laughs> happened in the end you still like yeah <laughs> yeah man because i feel like there's there's this idea of um street art and, and and muralism as being quite a glamorous thing to do uh you know it's like has this you get to go to other countries and do all these like amazing things but there, there's a real work involved you know it's, uh, it's yeah, not just like sure. um it's not like you're just a celebrity coming and yeah that's that's the people think like it's funny when the people come and says man i'm uh, really like to travel a lot and paint a lot of stuff or learn feel for different languages are met different culture people saw have this kind of uh how do you say like a poesy no poesy uh, i forgot the word uh poetic 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 thing like oh you know like yeah like a romantic I, idea I, yeah or, romantic or... yeah that's a good so uh i'm, I'm not saying like it's not fun but definitely i'm it's, it's like, sometimes it's stressful too because you need to planning, you need to see the colors and you see if the colors there and see everything. And sometimes you go there and check if you did, did that's the right machine you need to work and also working a long time and, and crazy. And in the end, like you don't, people say, oh, you travel for whatever country, but how is there? You just see hotel. <laughs> on the wall you don't see a lot when you have a lucky you finish early or have a, whatever you can see something but it's pretty rare sometimes see something it's like it's really hard work i think when you work for yourself 
you're working happy in some ways you don't have the the, the things people have i need to go to a job every day i don't like it is everywhere is different but also you put much more time because if you work for some company you're going to spend like eight nine ten hours a day it depends but for artists you artists full-time so you work on day and night and don't have a weekend it's it's crazy but and it really really like i think you need really really need to love that you do that's if you don't love it like it's not easy <laughs> yeah man i that's the thing that i'm always astounded by um uh because you know i've i've i'd say i mean i'm not a painter but i've i've spent a year around a lot of street artists and seeing a lot of murals be painted and that's something that always amazes me is just how much people love love painting on walls man they love what they do and they work like crazy crazy people to achieve these like massive paintings that when people come to see them on the street they don't see the the process and the hard work and everything they just see the the final image you know and so that they get to appreciate the nice part of it like the the final mural but all the effort that goes into making that happen is uh it's something that i just i don't think people understand really yeah i think it's, it's some people like the locals people living around or by the wall or walking by every day they can understand a little bit but when people just see the photos in the end they don't they don't believe how you did that you know other way you know like the big murals like sometimes take a break from the people people oh, that's huge you know you see people wow only people see the wall for the first time or something like that people wow that's huge wow that's cool but they don't realize it like how this pop up here like as magic <laughs> not <laughs> definitely not <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely not. That's, that's one thing i really like it to paint the painting big murals and you take up uh, surprise people sometimes the locals people wow that you thing that's what that's one the thing i use to for my concept actually <laughs> to paint big murals because uh, i like to, it to surprise yeah or... you know this is actually works well with my subject about animal biodiversity because i think animals uh, you have a lot of issues right now definitely everywhere so and people don't respect the natural thing people don't see how bigger the natural is so for me uh what i put in together with my work uh that's always i try painting big mirrors because i think as when you paint big mirrors you paint it natural there you can show for the people how the bigger is the natural when you see like for instance a little bird and you you put a little bird in your hands you the bird look, look at you it says wow this is a monster he's big but when you put, you swipe, you you are the smaller one and the bird is the big one, you, is big, you need to respect that. That's a natural thing. That's one thing when they paint big murals, I use it because I like people see that's Jude, that's Jude elephant, that's a Jude something that uh, for me make people, and when people ask me, how you do big like that? I said, because the natural is big. That's for me is a painting big murals you take a breath from the people and also you can educate it's a open the door for exp explain about the problems and natural shoes you have it or whatever so it's a it's a door and also it's cool when people you know mm. <laughs> i yeah. remember when i saw the first big mural in my life i said how you guys did that is huge but i just thought by hey how you did that yeah, somebody said I don't remember what it ah, working here for a week. Like the guy's like melting in the sun and say oh, tired. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's hard work. I like the um the your idea of uh changing the size of the animal, you know, so it's like um having you know, 'cause the the lion face tamarin, uh or the sorry, the black lion tamarin is presumably quite a small yeah, monkey, right? This is the same size of cat, I guess. Uh, uh, no, I guess no. I know it's like that. It's a little bit like that, a little bit bigger, uh, because it produces many different ones. And this one is is pretty small, actually. It's like it's the the, the cat size. And yeah, that that's interesting. When you saw this, his when people have these guys, I don't know. Now it's illegal, but when people have this guy like a pet, 
people put on the shoulders, you know? Now you, in the size of him, <laughs> he can put you in his shoulders, so... Hmm. And, yeah, you know, it, for the subject I use, it works well, painting, painting hmm. bigger. Because, you know, people don't realize it. People, uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's society, I don't know exactly what it was that, but people just look for themselves. They don't realize it, how the natural is big, how it's important for us, because everything is connected and balanced. And for me, it's like you put something bigger, you says, okay, you know, it's like I, I used to say a joke that for kids, you know, when you're gonna kid, you have some bullying. Uh, like, we know. We not do bullying for the guy the bigger than you, you know what I'm saying? But you you will do a little bullying for the smaller guy than you, you know, like when they're a kid. Like for the same thing for the animals and stuff. Okay, I will not do bullying for the nature because this is much bigger. But if I'm bigger, I will do a bullying for a little rat. But I will not do a bullying for a tiger, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, we, we'd say, uh, like, pick on someone your own size. So, like, uh, if someone big is bullying you, uh it's like it's kind of unfair yeah like, i don't know it, it but it, it's really impressive man I think it's like, a kind it's of really... psychologic things like, i like yeah. i like it a little i do this joke for kids and they come and asking me wow it's so big you're using that for talk with kids mm. so yeah i think it's like for me when i stop in the wall it's pretty weird when they have a little time to look in the wall and see my size with proportion make me think twice about what you're doing with the planet mm. Yeah, man, it's it's super it's super interesting. It's I mean it's a really cool project to work on. Um, for me this week, you know, largely I've been filming somebody paint a giant uh, tamarind. It's it's insane. Um, I wanted to just quickly ask you. Uh, I suppose maybe you should have asked at the start of the podcast, but why animals? What what made you start painting animals? Yeah, uh, the like the city I born and raised uh, is a how how do you say countryside? Uh, rural or countryside? Rural. Yeah, it's not farm, but it's a city, small town. São Paulo, like you compare São Paulo, like in New York, you can compare uh, my small town. Like you can drive in two hundred kilometers away, you can see something maybe more natural stuff less house or small town small village or things like that so in in other way in in brazil i i didn't like people think i'm living in amazon because i think all brazil is amazon not but each area in brazil is huge each area in brazil have sometimes many diversity animals and the area i was living is not different you have used to see many animals you can hear the story from my grandfather or my father when he was a kid and playing the farm and saw these birds or saw this uh, kind of Brazilian wolf you call Lobo Guara around there. Sometimes they chase uh, chickens, all this stuff. You can see all these animals. So used to see sometimes you play and play like uh, with Kai and some areas you can see some w w weird animals walking around. How do people say? I don't know. I know in Portuguese name a tattoo, or in Spanish can be a armadillo. I don't know. It's a little guy which have a look, yeah. It's not um, turtle. It's yeah, not turtle. armadillo. Armadillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that guy. You can see these guys walking around oh, or wow. something like that. You basically it's not something new for you because I'm right there. In other way, I to see these animals. I think every time I come from my hometown, my mom says, ah, do you remember the couple Tucanos come here every year to eat this special fruit from the tree? She says, yes, they didn't come this year. Ah, but I saw, do you remember this, the pack? I don't know how to say it, when they have a lot of birds. You don't say pack, pack a you flock. say for a wolf, a flock. Flock. You see, ah, do you see, was a, used to be have a lot here. They come there for that tree to eat, to feed them. They, they feed there, but now you have a half. Do you know this kind of bird you used to come here and sing here in the area, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, we don't see anymore. So that thing make me, I says, wow, you have your shoes here. I have a, what's happening to this guy? What's so funny to see? And that's uh, basically, I start thinking like, oh, I'm painting the streets. I'm like, I like animals for, it's a part of my life to see these animals. 
looking for subjects and something to do. Maybe I will not say I will paint in natural biodiversity forever. I'm, I just, um, that's the thing I want to do right now. So this is coming pretty late for my, for my stuff actually. And also like I did a while in the Arctic for Pangeseed Sea Wells and Churchill, Canada. Oh, really? We paint about polar bears there. Cause oh, wow. I paint a polar bear and uh, I, 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 actually, I, that's the first time I paint an animal from there. Normally I paint animal from different countries for other countries to use to teach people like uh, for instance, like here you can paint animal from Amazon and says, oh man, the plastic, not, no, it's just a little simple. There's no, it's not really story, but to just explain something for you to understand. So uh, if you put some plastic here, for instance, I paint a, a while here. If you put some plastic here, this while you go to Brazil, the, you, this, uh, this kind of fish, you die and the water will be contaminated. You don't have that, you don't have the tree, you don't have the art to breathe here. This is like a metaphysic things, mm -hmm. you know what I'm and that's I like to paint different animals, but in the Arctic it was kind of different. I paint a polar bear there, and because I hear about the problems having there, blah blah blah, all these things, we did a lot of search. So I think it's like everywhere you have issues about uh, how to say global changing, uh, climate, climate change, change, climate change, all these things. So. And basically, when they started doing that, because in Brazil you're missing some kind of animals, basically I, I opened my mind, I just think outside the box and see how everywhere you're having the same thing. You can see on TV, everyone's talk about, you can just see many places, people, ah, everything changed. I think this is a good subject and, and also is a, is a subject everyone's using right now. I think it's good to people, people understand because if you talk this 20, 25 years ago, everybody's going to ignore you. Hey, this guy's talking, he just lied, nobody's scared him. But now people saying things change. My family, like, for instance, changing in many different ways. First time, they don't, they doesn't like, uh, they never believe it can be artists, can be a good life, can survive, you can pay your bills being artists. And other ways, they mess around with animals. Like my father, he put the birds in the cages. After I painted that, he says, oh, this guy, into the street he can survive her he don't need to be a doctor okay cool in the other way ah he I, we used to have a lot of renting animals or you have to have this bird in cage all the stuff he's painting that he explained that's not true yeah, okay let's stop to do that you know like every you, you change it step by step i'm not mm. saying i'm example because i'm no uh, completely correct polite nobody is it's hard to be in the life you're living now but it's hard, it's good to be artist, that I said in the beginning, like to use that to be a voice and explain more because, you know, like advertising things, you always say, this is good for you, this is good for you, this is good. People start believing, people start using something as sometimes not good to them. Like when it says, you have your shoes, you have your shoes, you have your shoes. One day people will realize, okay, you have your shoes, let them change things, let them, or, you know, doing something, something you believe you really believe is the good way you're doing, you really believe you're doing the right thing, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm doing now. Maybe I'm changing the subject in the future because I'm always changing things. So <laughs> yeah, for the moment, yeah, I, think I mean, some, maybe you'll take another year. And also I'm happy point. for me, every wow, every design, every project. Also, I, I can share something, but also I can learn too, because we explore this animal study and everything's a study. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, it sounds like the um, the project with Havaianas is really uh, up your street. Like, it's uh, a, a good thing to be doing. And uh, you're bringing your artwork and some education about the animals to the UK. Um, just for people to uh, know where to go to see it. If you want to go to Rich Mix Cinema on Bethnal Green Road in Shoreditch, uh, in, it's the back wall of the cinema. Um currently is being painted a uh yeah this uh uh black lion tamarind uh that arlen's working on and he's going to be working on it through the next week in which is the end of july uh i'm not sure when this podcast will go out so you might people might have missed it but um you'll definitely be able to find video and photos of the mural online and stuff like that yeah, um, we're doing Instagram stories every day. Yeah, so, that's the thing. We're covering yeah. it. 
pretty yeah people sometimes stop by are ah, you there sometimes people doing histories ah, i was there but you're not there so i'm eating yeah but yeah i think it's gonna be there until friday i guess because yeah we're working just for eight hours per day mm. so, yeah i think it's friday be then i hopefully <laughs> um cool man well i think we've we've uh done more than an hour i think it's probably a good good place to uh to wrap it up if people want to find more of your work where can they find you online yeah i think as google basically is pretty like we're gonna find it easily but also i have my instagram uh arling graph arling graph arling underscore graph or a-r-l-i-n or my website arlinggraph.com nice yeah but it's pretty easy <laughs> i don't i don't think I have other <laughs> Arling Graf for <laughs> yeah, it's quite a unique name. Yeah, also it's my name actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really my name. Cool. I stopped. That's one thing I said. Like when we do the graffiti, I had a different name. When they changed for to be more professional things, I just what you gonna do? I gonna use my name. My friend mm -hmm. gave me this advice. Man, why you don't use your name? I said I don't know my name. Yeah, I'm gonna use it. I use Arling Graf. Now it's my name. <laughs> yeah, it's a good name. Um, sweet. Cheers, Arlen safe man that was really you, really man. cool i hope Appreciate you had fun it. um yeah this is really fun i hope jake is having a nice little sleep in bed <laughs> sweet thank you for listening everybody um yeah if you've got any feedback on the show please let us know and if you do have a chance to go down to rich mix and check out arlen's work uh do it it's really impressive really good stuff peace <laughs>